welcome to Revolutionary Women. My name is Tess Silverman. Women around the world are constantly creating ways to make a difference in their communities, and today's guest is no exception. My guest today is Anthea Neri Best. Anthea is an actress, singer, and human empowerment ambassador who appears as Kailani on True TV's Tacoma FD, NBC's Brooklyn Nine-Nine, Mr. Mayor, and as a chef and judge on Yummy TV's HM Express. She can also be seen in numerous commercials and heard in many video games. Throughout her career, Anthea has performed at Carnegie Hall, Dodgers Stadium, the Staples Center, and Lincoln Center. And she was a top four finalist on GMA7's Pinoy Pop Superstar. In addition, she has appeared in Here Lies Love, Oliver, Mamma Mia, and the off-Broadway musical Disenchanted. Hi, Anthea. Welcome to Revolutionary Woman. How are you today? I am well. Thank you so much, Tess, for having me here. Oh, my goodness. I'm very excited. I'm, like, so honored that you said yes, um, you know, especially <laughs> coming from May Flores. And I love that woman to death. So she keeps sending me amazing women like you. So I'm like, okay, all right, like that. We def- definitely have to have her. So um, <laughs> <laughs> with that in mind, can you give me a little background about yourself? And then, I, and then we can just go from there. Yeah, I was, uh, I'm an immigrant uh, from the Philippines, so I was born in Negros Occidental. Um, I came from a military family. My father uh, was in the United States uh, Navy, mm-hmm. and uh, he graduated, um, uh, excuse me, he retired, um, you know, uh, a Navy chief. Mm. And um, yeah, so one thing is that I came here and I had to learn English. <laughs> oh. So I had to take ESL classes. Oh, wow. And um uh, fast forward, I graduated from a university, Western Carolina University, with a bachelor's in science in clinical laboratory sciences. Mm-hmm. And I worked at uh, Duke University and um, at the PICU-NICU laboratory. And mm-hmm. also I worked in genetics as mm-hmm. a, uh, at Mount Sinai in biochemical genetics and genomics in New York City. Okay. And now I am an actor. Uh-huh. I'm an actor, a singer, and I'm producing my first feature film. And it's a dark comedy horror face on cool so okay. that's that's so, a little <laughs> yeah thank you for that okay so you said you came from a military family because your father mm-hmm. was in the navy was that hard mm-hmm. moving around to make and maintain friends well that's um it was my my parents both had a conscious choice to um for my dad my mm. dad would do the moving and we would not um, oh, okay. so so whenever he he got deployed twice to the Gulf uh, oh, for the, the Gulf War. Um, but so after that, you know, we stayed we stayed in Virginia Beach for a bit. Okay. And um, so that was pretty stable. And then we we uprooted from Virginia Beach to move to North Carolina as he, you know, he served two wars and mm. he started to start a uh, phased retirement. Um, and then we stayed in North Carolina because my, my parents wanted to um, – have like that stable home life, mm-hmm. uh, friends, and also looking into the future for, you know, uh, universities and um, in-state. And we've got amazing universities there in North Carolina. So mm-hmm. that was a conscious choice. So when my dad did get reassigned, I think he was in like Texas and New Jersey. Oh he would goodness. drive. He would commute. Really? Um, oh, my gosh. Yes, he would. Um, so and especially there, I remember that he was assigned to New Jersey for a little bit. And he would. Uh, almost come home every other weekend or every weekend. Like 
so he would he would make that drive um, oh my gosh to come see us that's, so, not, a, that's yeah. not a short drive either <laughs> no you know. no it's not <laughs> wow okay so and then you mentioned that you um, had to take ESL classes when you first came here how was that experience for you was that weird I mean was that I, easy for you it was fairly easy. My okay. parents made the choice because um, what if I can remember, right? So um, <laughs> uh, my my parents made a choice to only speak to us in English oh, at home. Oh, uh-huh. um, so because they didn't want us to have uh, Filipino accents mm-hmm. or things like that. It was like the 80s. So mm-hmm. like, you know, um, they didn't want us to have, you know, to, to be different. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I guess you could say from a first immigrant family, yeah. um, they wanted to just to blend in as, as make it normal as possible, but yeah. it was, it was fine. Yeah. Um, yeah. but I also, I also, oddly enough, I can still remember Tagalog Visaya as well. Oh, like wow. I, I, I don't even know to differentiate the difference. I can't even uh-huh. like, I can understand it uh-huh. and then sometimes repeat it back, but it's mostly like, taglish mm-hmm. or, or it's like broken oh, I, but um <laughs> yeah but it was it was it was fine and you know um and it, it was it was fine it was a it's a I don't remember anything traumatic about mm-hmm. it but it was it was a fine experience but I, I it was something that I would like to bring up because of where I am now in my career and right. things like that and yeah um it it happened yeah yeah, no, it's it's funny. I have to. I, I was laughing because oh, that's similar to mine. I grew up oh, really? learning. I grew up learning English first before Tagalog, oh. because my parents, just like yours, were like you know no you know I mean, my mom definitely has the accent, and but we were living with two of my aunts who were English teachers, so they oh, nice. taught me English before I could even learn the language. So I was like, when I came here, I had no accent and I could speak fluent English. And and, I, and they were like, well, wait, yeah. I was like, how did that happen? And I was like, well, I don't know. I just, that was just my first language was English. Um, but it, it's true, you know, you, you um, your parents, like mine, wanted to make sure that you didn't become, that you weren't labeled as different. You know, that yes. you could just seamlessly yes. move in with a crowd. So, mm-hmm. yeah. So, okay. And so you graduated from Western Calif- Carolina University. Then then you were at Duke at the PQ NICU lab and then mm-hmm. Mount Sinai Biochemical Genetics. So you are a gen- uh, geneticist. Um, so how did that go? How did go- that go from science to acting? <laughs> it's like, how did you go from science to acting? I- I, well, um, you know, I'm a Filipina. Uh, We had like three choices, which is like medical field, lawyer, or disappointment. Um, So uh, I, you know, I I chose the medical route. My mom was a doctor. My Mm. dad was prior to joining the Navy in in the Philippines. He was a nurse and that's how they met. So I have a medical background, you know, uh, everybody, you Uh know, it just, my aunt was a nurse. Everyone was a nurse. Um, But uh, so it was, it was like a, it was kind of like what was next. Mm -hmm. Like you should go, you know, go into the medical field, but I always had a passion for creating, uh, Mm. whether film or singing or dancing. Um, you know, so that's what happened. I, I I did what I was supposed to do. I graduated. My mom's dream Mm -hmm. was to have all of her four kids, you know, graduate from a university here in the state. So Mm -hmm. we all did. And there's all our, you know, 
uh, you know, certificates on the, on the wall. Mm -hmm. And I did that. And then I just felt so unhappy. Mm. You know, I had, I had a passion for, uh, singing and performing. And, um, one of the things was I, I went to the Philippines and I did a show there. I, I, it's like a singing show. It's called Pinoy Pop Superstar. Uh Um, and that's kind of what, what led me into, wow, this is, could be a thing. I didn't know. <laughs> like, as prior to really the big influx of, of social media and things. So right, right. It, was, it was like an, an, a whole new experience. Wow. Uh, worked for a, a big company in the Philippines and, and like the media and the whole starlight type of thing. And mm-hmm. then I came back, mm-hmm. you know, that's uh, working at a hospital. And I was like, mm, yeah, no, this isn't <laughs> going to work. You. Not for me. So that's how the transition started. Okay. So I also saw a segment on YouTube in the show Collective Hustle where you were were describing when you wanted to pursue acting full time. Can you tell us that story about what your mom said? (laughs) Because I had to laugh. Oh, yeah. Oh, my gosh. Like, that's her only choice. She's like, and they had both become a stripper. <laughs> like, it was like, that is my only choice. You know, it was like, mom, I'm leaving, um, you know, uh, genetics. And, and now I'm going to pursue acting full time. And mm-hmm. like, she just fear, uh, like the, the tone in her voice was like, that like the only thing I had to work mm-hmm. in the hospital or become a stripper. I was like, my gosh, um, well, thank you. I'm flattered. But uh, no. Um, yeah, so that was, it was, oh it's, gosh. it's, it's kind of like a thing. It's like every, I guess, uh, um, parents fear is yes. to, you know, have your children suffer mm-hmm. or, you know, uh, not be okay. And right. that was the first yeah. thing, oddly enough, in her brain. That's, um, <laughs> that's right. <laughs> I'm sorry. I have to laugh because my, my daughter is, is a Hapa. Okay. And oh, yeah. so she, when she was maybe 11 or 12, one of my aunts actually said to me in Tagalog, you know, but I, I and, he said, and she said, um, you know, if we send her to the Philippines, she could make a lot of money. And I'm like, as what? It's like, you know, she could be an actress, you know, you're like the bomba star. And I'm like, no. <laughs> I'm like, I was like, she's 11? <laughs> you know, I was like, yeah, but she's, she's 11. I'm like, yeah, but, you know, they'll they'll teach her how to do things. And I'm like, no. <laughs> I was like, I was just laughing. And then the whole thing with, you know, either either medical field or stripper. Mm-hmm. I'm like, is there no middle ground? <laughs> There's like, none. <laughs> there yeah. was no option. I, I, I can yeah. also understand because I wanted to be a writer. <laughs> my whole yeah. life and then I went pre-med actually in college and I I, I lasted a semester I'm like nope nah. <laughs> that was mm-hmm. it for me I was like no you know I was like it looks good but nope I mean they got my sister who is in um in the medical field and my mm-hmm. younger sister is in also in the science field you know so mm-hmm. she's the nuclear engineer and I'm like okay you got two oh, nice. <laughs> You got two. One's a dietitian <laughs> and one's a nuclear physicist. So I think I'm, I can be okay now. I can be, Leave me alone. I, you know, I can yeah. be the artist. So, But I had to laugh when you were talking about that. I was like, oh, my gosh. It is such, uh, um, like, is it a Filipino thing? It's just like, you know. I believe. <laughs> I, I, I think, because I said that, and a lot of my friends understand it, mm-hmm. you know, whether what kind of, um, I guess, like an immigrant background. Yes. They right. understand that they're it's like, hysterical. oh, whether Indian or, yeah. you know, um, they they understand. They're like, yeah, me too. Like, <laughs> there's no other like there's no other um, route other than either medical or or math. You know, it's like okay, yeah, sure. 
Okay, so, oh my gosh. Okay, so you've been on, on shows such as Tacoma FD, Mr. Mm-hmm. Mayor, and now mm-hmm. you're on Brooklyn Nine-Nine. That is so cool. Oh my gosh. Yay. Okay, so what's your role in Brooklyn Nine-Nine? And of, and of the three, which role has been your favorite? Uh, Brooklyn Nine-Nine, I got to play the cold open for... Um, their last season as a reporter. So oh. I, just, I I played the reporter. It's a cold open. I think it was like episode three of their last season, which I was so grateful for because I watched it back in New York when they first started. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, oh man, that's just a funny show. And yeah. to, to yeah. be asked to join on their last season, I was like, wow, that's amazing. I actually watched this show. That's so cool. that was pretty cool. Um, my favorite role, um, because my biggest one is uh, for the guest star for Tacoma FD. Mm. Um, uh, op- office opposite of Eugene Cordero and oh, it wow. was it was amazing it was really really fun um, uh-huh. such an um, the, the team behind Tacoma FD uh, really opened my eyes to how filmmaking or the industry in Hollywood in general can be mm. they're like a family they like a family feeling behind there mm-hmm. um you know the showrunners are amazing humans um and you know and in common and like comedians in their own right and it was just an amazing experience to to play this like really large uh comedy type of sitcom feel and it was it was amazing it was a, it was a great whirlwind and that just started my whole like uh my that was my first mm. i got offered um the role and uh, that was my first uh, guest starring role wow. um, on TV. So it was it was such an amazing experience. That's it would so be Tacoma cool. FD and wow. playing Kailani. Mm-hmm. That's so cool. Okay, and you're also you were also on uh, you you were on Mamma Mia. Can you tell mm-hmm. me about that experience? You were Mamma Mia. Uh, was that on Broadway? It was here in Los Angeles. Oh, Los Angeles. Okay. There's the Los Angeles East West Players. Um, it was the it was a, an all Asian cast at the longest um, uh, theater, the largest and the longest running theater of color wow. um, uh, here in Los Angeles. Um, and a lot of people in Hollywood come from the stage. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Um, so it's a, a lot of uh, the people that we see on screen and TV right now mm-hmm. uh, have come and stem from the stage at East West Players. So it's kind of like a jumping off standpoint from that. It was an amazing experience. Wow. Um, it was it, it was so fun and uh, to be, you know, directed in the sense of like we can explore our culture and our roots. And it was kind of based off of like because there was happened to be a lot of Filipino um, <laughs> yeah. uh, just cast that were that were that were hired. Right. We made it a Filipino family oh, like wow. um, so Donna. Uh, you know, and uh-huh. the, was as was a uh, my friend a Filipina, and, and it was kind of based off like a Filipino esque. They did the Nikling, which is mm. like a Filipino dance. Yes, yes, I know. During yeah. the party. Oh wow! So it was it was it was such an amazing thing. Like you didn't know that you could tell story, um, like a you know an Abba story so deep. Like mm-hmm. with um, mm-hmm. it's just all in the end. It's just a family story. It's just great uh, music, um, and it came in a time in my life where I needed like ABBA music because I was reminded my mother Aww. and you know it was right around the time when my mom passed away so it was just amazing Aww. community and uh storytelling on stage singing amazing music it was wow. great that is really awesome oh my goodness okay so your husband uh Justin mm-hmm. is the writer mm-hmm. is a writer and director now how did you two meet 
we met online. Uh, my mom <laughs> thought it was at Starbucks. Oh, um, no. But, uh, because she, she was like, you know, the whole, don't put your profile online and say, yeah. Like, that, you know, and so, but we, we, we met online and wow. um, he has a, uh, he has a finance and uh, writing background oh. and, um, on his profile, it, was, it just stated that he was um, back then going back to school for music. Hmm. And I was pursuing music back then, like on stage and just, you know, recording. Wow. Um, and I was just so interested and intrigued by his story because mm-hmm. it was somebody that is, you know, works in, in New York on Wall Street and doing all this, this finance stuff. And now he's pursuing his dream, his mm. passion to leave it all behind from doing what a stereotypical nine to five and job and pursuing something that is quite different right um and so that was it and we had we we met san janeiro festival it was an amazing it was an amazing day and we've been together for over now is 11 years this year wow and married for about three oh my goodness wow that's awesome yeah so we we connected uh, online and uh he produced my you know my first my all my singles mm. um and we are like you know um working on music together and things oh, like that that's so awesome oh my mm-hmm. goodness okay so the next thing is so you're an actor singer and then you mm. and you also you just produced your first feature film horror film titled face on and so he directed he wrote and directed it so how did the idea of making a horror film come about well, we, um, we, we did the short, um, oh, okay. we, we did the short, um, that is done and produced and is on Amazon prime right now. Oh. And it was, um, it's, it, it won awards and did really well on the festival circuit. And a lot of people's questions were what happened? What, huh? what, what's, <laughs> you can't just leave us like that. So wow. it's kind of like a teaser short film, uh-huh. um, you know, uh, experimental type of thing and 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 then we uh, he sat down and you know he has this really large story my mm. my husband's such a a big you know a comic nerd type mm. of guy and he mm. really likes those large worlds and he had a he had a script that is doing really well here and been shopped around here here in the states and in uh, overseas mm-hmm. and a lot of people uh we got, he got so close to selling it but like a lot of people were like you know um it's just such such a big budget movie. Mm. It's a fantasy type of movie. Mm-hmm. So so he was like, well, I'm going to I'm going to write something else that's easily producible. Mm-hmm. Um, and he did. He wrote the feature film. Um, mm-hmm. Also uh, put it into competitions, and a lot of the people gave feedback. And like a, a friend of his within the festival um, in the competition uh, screenwriter world was like, you should produce this yourself. And he was oh. like, okay. And so that started a lot of, my, my husband's very curious. So he was uh-huh. like, okay, then I'll do it. Huh. Um, and he freaked me out. I was like, what? <laughs> you don't understand what this is. Yeah, um, yeah. and, um, it's, it's been amazing, uh, an amazing experience, uh, producing your own feature film mm-hmm. and, um, having it, uh, also be the lead in it um so i don't get i I don't i don't get to put that hat on yet Uh um but Uh um uh it's that's how it kind of started and from that concept for film to the feature film it it has been you know um you know in search for perfection or the perfect face is Mm -hmm. is it's a it's a slasher film yeah it's it's a slasher film with heart 
Mm. Um, so she, it's uh, our lead character. We follow Cheryl on her hunt for the perfect face. Mm-hmm. Um, as she experiences in this world of not enoughness, mm. um, and our, it, it kind of is like a heightened version of this world now that mm-hmm. we live in with this social pe- uh, social media comparison. Right. And all of those things that we always, you know, we know that there's filters there. We yeah. know that there's been altered. Right. But and yet we still, yeah, we still put do a it. comparison. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so it's it, it goes into that toxic um, mm. world, but also in a fun comedic twist, uh, um, like kind of like Pulp Fiction, like oh, a comedy okay. would be. Wow. Oh, yeah. my gosh. Okay, I'm going to have to look this up on Amazon Prime. Um, and so you also did a fundraising campaign for FaceOn. How did yes. That, how did, I mean, it was, that's incredible. You did it. You made it, right? Yes. Congratulations on that. That's so cool. Thank you. I mean, you. how, how was... was it nail-biting for you, though? <laughs> was it like, you know, oh, my gosh, what's going to happen if we can't get, you know, that amount of money? I mean, were you planning on producing it anyway, regardless of the funds that you raised regardless we will always continue this mm. movie will get made okay. um that that is a i think in life mm-hmm. in the way that it's your mindset and the way that you take on projects and things like that mm-hmm. you can't have an option yeah. in the sense that you have to believe in yourself right. to the fullest yeah because if you think that you won't make it you won't make it yeah so we decided um uh to do sixty thousand. Mm-hmm. um and a lot of people, uh, no, the, the feedback that we got on Seated Spark was like only do 10,000. And we were like, we can do more. Uh-huh. Um, and so we did. We got 60,000 wow. um, in a 45-day campaign. And, you know, we do, we have had and still continue to have larger companies, larger production companies and streaming companies mm-hmm. come to us. Mm. Um, and especially to Jay and say, hey. You know, sell us a script, and he was like, "No, um, because <laughs> yeah. because if you tell uh, you sometimes once it gets into the hands of larger production companies, mm-hmm. things like that, it the the authenticity of the story that you are planning to tell changes. Yes. So, um, right. so it's he believes that this is a story that he should tell, mm-hmm. and that he wants to tell correctly with the people that he wants to tell it with. That's and awesome. so, um. Yeah, so there was so many private investors that came uh-huh. up to us uh-huh. um, and wanted to invest in the film, and we said no huh. uh-huh. um, because it they it comes with Strings. attachments. Yes, it comes with strings. Yes, definitely. and so whether it's a fifty thousand dollars to a hundred thousand mm-hmm. dollars investment in this film, mm-hmm. we are not going to need that. Yeah, in the sense thereof that. Um, for the basis of this company that we are starting in this film and family that we're starting is mm-hmm. the human first, mm-hmm. the human first. And right. it is like the energies that you put behind it. Do these people believe in the possibilities? Do these people are kind humans mm-hmm. regardless of that's his hiring process for mm-hmm. our team. Yeah. And also the way that he hires his cast mm-hmm. is, is it doesn't matter what you've done. Right. Are you a good actor? And are you a kind human? Can you act what I need for this character? Uh I don't care if you've been on this show or this movie. Uh It doesn't matter because I I think where we go a little bit array in Hollywood is, well, this person can sell. Mm -hmm. And so Mm -hmm. like then then you lose, you know, authenticity of the story that you're trying to tell. Right. And also open to possibilities for a person of color or a different story. Like, right. So. I think that is, you know, it's been an amazing experience because once if you're a producer and you do it by yourself mm-hmm. without 
having somebody else have control of your story and your life. Right. It is so empowering that yeah. you can do this and you can change the industry. You can change it with one project at a time, one person at a time, one choice at a time. Mm. And I think that is super powerful. That's amazing. Yeah, I, I, I so agree. I mean, do you, <laughs> but I, I mean, there's a lot of stuff that you you know, you said, and, and it really makes sense because you lo- that's your baby. You know, this is, mm-hmm. you birthed this whole thing. So, you know, why would you want someone else, someone else to like, you know, take it and, you know, like uh, twist it to their, to their own narrative. This is your narrative. So that's really, that's really cool. Yes. They, they said that like, we were talking and I, you know, I did several podcasts about face on and things like that. And, and we pitched it to uh, several people in this industry mm-hmm. that are large producers. Um, mm-hmm. And they were like, yeah, you have a winner. You know, you have a story that everyone can relate with mm-hmm. and uh, in a genre that sells. Yeah. Um, because it is a, it's a horror. And it's just like, if you follow Brad Pitt, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No matter what Brad Pitt does, you'll yeah. you'll follow him and whatever. It's the same thing with horror. Right. But the thing is, this is the question that I ask a lot of people. Have you seen a, an Asian woman as no. a splasher? No. Right. 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 And it is even a lot of the, the movies that are coming out now that are, you know, um, a woman in a, uh, a very empowering or controversial role. Mm-hmm. It's a not a person of color. Yeah. So what do we yeah. have? We have something revolutionary, something different, daring, mm-hmm. and bold. Mm-hmm. And so with an awesome, awesome, kind human, like uh, humans behind it. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it, a lot of people in this industry during the, just to touch back real quick on the, on the, on the seed and spark and the crowdfunding, they said, um, you know, no one will give you more than $500 and not ask for anything in return. And we already knew off bat that that wasn't our investor. Mm-hmm. That mm-hmm. wasn't our investor because that's not true. Yeah. We had close to 900 people, you know, mm-hmm. uh, help and, and, and just give freely of mm-hmm. their support, whether it's not even financially by sharing mm-hmm. their kind words of support mm-hmm. or following our campaign. But, you know, uh, somebody uh, gave us, uh, was it close to $7,000 just because. Wow. And they said, I believe in you. And, you know, I, I know that everything that you do, um, you know, you always do it like full on. And mm. I know that this is going to be something, nothing, just huh. nothing. There's no, like you get a mug. Yeah. There yeah. was like, it, you know, it was, yeah. there was no, there's nothing. It was just the sense of belief in, in this film and the people that are behind this film mm. and the story. And so it's like, so a lot of people think that it's a fair exchange of stuff. Mm-hmm. But I think mm-hmm. that the power is not in the stuff, but of the human, the human right. spirit, the human energy yes, and things like that. And yeah. I think that that is where the change can happen. And oh, yeah. you must stay truthful to that regardless, because, you know, it's Hollywood, yeah. but like, yeah. you know, it's, it's, it's you, even if they're dangling a million dollar budget in front of you, mm-hmm. you know, do you want that or mm. do you want to have the experience of telling the story and say, Hey, I did that. And I did it the, with the people that I wanted to, and I told it the best way that I could. Right. And I'd rather have the latter part. Oh, of course. Yeah. I, I, and I, I definitely would agree with you on that one. <laughs> I think it's, it's more powerful knowing that you, it was your idea from start to finish, you know? And yes. This, yes. Yeah. So, um, so do you see your character on face on as a commentary on how women, 
get to control their their own narrative as opposed to always playing by the rules? Yes. And that's something that needs to be highlighted Mm -hmm. Um, because if my mom was alive right now, she'd be like, Anthea, what are you doing? This is crazy. (laughs) Like it's, it's, um, well, because it's, it's, it's a controversial role. Like, and, and the beauty, the beauty industry is a beast to Mm -hmm. like tackle, right? Like, but we buy into it every single day, knowingly so. And, you know, it's something that is, you know, with the whole, (laughs) with the whole Facebook Thing, if you can remember just a couple of weeks ago, like the Facebook, like shutting down, everyone's mm-hmm. freaking out. And mm-hmm. it was just like not even for a day, but it yeah. was like, everyone's like, oh my God, oh my God. Yeah, for a few and hours, yeah. So, but the, then Facebook came up and, and they said that there was, you know, they they know that this can be toxic, but, mm-hmm. you know, and what they're fueling out into the world and filtering out through the world can be toxic. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it is, we are not trying to promote you know, uh, murder or Mm -hmm. slashing people's faces, but in a fun told way of highlighting how toxic it can be in Mm -hmm. a fun told story. Mm -hmm. Um, because you know, it is, it, it's a woman that's, you know, that, that, that loves to, that has a love for, you know, uh, a beauty and, wants to explore this thing, Mm -hmm. you know, you know, going on serial kills, I guess Mm -hmm. you can say, Mm -hmm. and you can replace that (laughs) oddly enough. And like for the arts, like, Mm -hmm. like, you know, I I love the arts and, you know, that was shunned upon and looked down upon and frowned upon the same kind of thing. Mm -hmm. Like, um, in, in that narrative that, uh, society looks down upon empowered women in the sense, Mm -hmm. um, Oh, yeah. And, you know, it's, it's a challenge. Yes. So it's told in a horror standpoint, there's so much to be talked about. Like yeah. if this, if yeah. anything is like this, this movie will highlight conversation oh, starters in a more right. palatable way, right. like in a horror story, you're like, Oh my God, I had that experience or, um, you know, Cheryl goes into, uh, toxic relationships, mm-hmm. um, and, you know, battling that mm-hmm. and the, the need to be enough, mm-hmm. you know, she has a very toxic family, mm-hmm. um, you know, standing up to that. Mm-hmm. So in the, in the workplace as well. So it, it kind of highlights, you know, a lot of a, you know, this, this day and age of, a, of, of women or yeah. in men or right. any human. Right. So it's not necessarily a, uh, a, um, a female story mm-hmm. it, it is is like a human story because right. i've heard you know uh males or just different humans mm-hmm. that are that go through this not enoughness or like are they beautiful enough are they enough are they doing what they want to do are they mm-hmm. listening to their culture their background their mm-hmm. work or boss or mom or all of these things so it is a stance in that and we follow her journey as she unravels into empowerment Wow. Like, um, so, That's uh, so cool. it's, oh my it's... Gosh. <laughs> That's awesome. Well, okay. So, yeah. so do you think there's enough that there's representation now of women, especially women of color in the film industry or not enough? Not enough. Sure. Um, yeah, we are, we, we are starting, mm-hmm. um, you know, I said in a, several other we're kind of cool mm-hmm. now. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've yeah. always been cool, though, yeah. darling. We've always <laughs> been cool. Yeah. Um, but um, so we have, we are now being highlighted in Hollywood. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, how can we tell those stories more? Is mm-hmm. to choose yourself. Yeah. Um, and not wait for the Hollywood 
executive to choose you, right. but to choose yourself right. and choose the people that you want to make it your stuff with, regardless of singing or yeah. cooking or right. whatever, right. you should choose yourself and then gang, you know, get together and gather all of your friends and your community to help you. Mm-hmm. Um, so as, as a unit, as a community, as, you know, a culture, you should support each other and everybody's yeah. rise into telling their stories and doing things that they love. Right. Um, so we are now being seen, mm-hmm. um, uh, but it's, it's, we still have a long way it, to go. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, well, are, yeah. You, are, are you surprised at all that there's not enough Filipinos in the film industry? I mean, there, there are definitely some, and, there, and there, a lot of them are known in the Philippines, but why do you think it's hard to break into the mainstream media here as Filipinos? Because we're, because we're not Asian enough. Uh, that is the thing. Yep. That's what I say. Because yep. we can also, because we do have Spanish backgrounds, mm-hmm. right? Yes. Um, we do, we are, we can be ambiguous. Mm-hmm. So it's like, right. so, you know, it's, it's, we're not Asian enough. Uh-huh. Like in the yeah. stereotypical, palpable, yes. um, you know, cultures, mm-hmm. we are not Asian enough. Right. We are, we are, you know, whatever that is, yeah. like, I, <laughs> yeah. I, that, that is the, from my standpoint, mm-hmm. and I don't know if, if you're, if you agree or a listener, mm-hmm. but that, this is what, from my thing is like, when you look at me, it's, um, you know, I could be Latina, mm-hmm. I could be Filipino, but mm-hmm. I've, I've been Cambodian, like, yeah. you know, but, yeah. but it's, it's, I don't, I also have Chinese background, but that doesn't show up for like, mm-hmm. you know, I'm not Asian enough and take it as you must, mm-hmm. but that's my, um, my, my thing. Mm-hmm. Um, we are breaking into industry for music, finally, mm-hmm. um, and yeah. the ma- mainstream, uh, uh, mainstream and things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, as Filipino as a whole, I think, uh, I will call on to a lot of your Filipino listeners or anything like that to help mm-hmm. each other, mm-hmm. help each other and support each other. Just because one Filipina, Filipino, uh, Filipinex rises, doesn't mean that you fail. Mm-hmm. We can all support each other right. and help each other rise. Yeah. And so it is, um, uh, something that I've noticed growing up, mm-hmm. um, you know, and it's a little bit, you know, I talked to uh, recently on, on Janelle TV, but it was like, mm-hmm. you know, just kind of like, you know, we, in this day and age and in uh, my generation is like, we, we are like, Hey, that doesn't work. We all got to help each other. And mm. it's a lot more fun. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, we can help each other, but, um, I think that's why, um, you know, that, we aren't being seen mm-hmm. um so much so but it's changing a yeah. lot of things that there there has been a lot of voiceover work that i've had that that literally say mm-hmm. filipino mm-hmm. looking for a filipino i i was like oh my lord we have made it like mm. what is happening uh-huh. so it, it like we're being seen in that right. sense but um uh yeah. that's a very controversial topic and a lot of um you know you know People have different uh, opinions about that, mm-hmm. but that's that's what I think. Yeah, that's what no, I, think. I mean, I, I I needed I wanted to ask you that because, as someone who's already been in in various forms of media, you know, working in various forms of media, it's wonderful to see because, like you said, finally, you know, we're being we're being seen, you know, because the the other extreme is like you know I was talking to someone else about this where, what we've been um, seen as our caricatures, 
you know, or, or like we've been seen as housemaids or, you know, as a caretakers, but like it's not, that's not all we are, you know, so, and, and I love that you're exploring that whole, um, that whole genre because there, there's so much more of Filipinos that, that really deserve to be noticed, deserve to be acknowledged for their craft. So I'm glad that you're like really, you know, um, you're really zo- um, honing in on that. So that's very cool. Thank you for that. Oh yeah, well, it's, you're welcome. That's oh fun. Well, okay, so all right. So you work. So your founders, or your your production company is called B. Is it B two B Studios? BXB. BXB. So brick by brick. Oh, oh, I love that. Brick so, by Brick Studios. Oh, yes. cool. And so you work with your husband. How, I do. How is that? I mean, when you work together on the film, you see each other on the set and everything. How do you maintain, like, you know, professional life and personal life out of, you know, working with each other? I don't call him Mahal. I don't say, hey, babe. I say Jay or Justin. Okay. Um, He is, so when we are on set or when we are in a business meeting, Mm -hmm. it is very, very professional. Like he is just a colleague Mm -hmm. or my boss. Mm -hmm. So it's like, you know, that's the way that we we do it. Um, You know, and to also boundaries. Mm -hmm. So when we are sitting here and we're talking about the film Mm -hmm. or, you know, in pre-production, that's what we do. Mm -hmm. And then when we we are having dinner if you know then it's a husband and wife Mm -hmm. um or even as we you know as we build our company larger and in our on our set Mm -hmm. it is you know just open communication it starts from us Mm -hmm. um you know and then down to our team so Mm -hmm. it's always a safe that is a non-negotiable for us um is how do you feel because it can be overwhelming it can Mm -hmm. be sad it can be happy all at times Mm -hmm. but we we promote that within is starting with ourselves and our relationship you know Mm -hmm. um because anthea is also not just a uh you know our owner of this company Mm -hmm. but she's also an actress Mm -hmm. but she's also a wife she's also a sister and a friend so all of those different roles you make sure that you don't take them all with you to a certain point. So if it's something you're like, if, you know, I need help on uh, something, we'll say, you know, uh, Justin, let's call a meeting. Mm -hmm. Did you follow this up? But, and, you know, when we, we also love traveling and national park. So it, when we are out of that world, we're like, Hey babe, do you want it? Like, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. It's totally different Mm -hmm. dialogue. It's a, it's a totally different hat that we wear. Mm -hmm. Um, it's great. Yeah. Uh, he's a brilliant director and a brilliant writer, so I'm honored to be working with him and that's to have awesome. him in my life. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's really cool because I don't know too many <laughs> couples who are able to work, <laughs> you know, and and somehow put that aside when you're not at work, you know. Yeah. Uh, so it, that that's, I mean, kudos to both of you because you are able to do that. You know, but I don't know too <laughs> many you. couples that I that, that that I've come across, you know, who can do that and not talk about. Oh yeah, you know, like uh, like oh yeah, I need this for tomorrow. So, <laughs> but we're talking during dinner. So I'm like, oh, yeah. So that that's yeah. So it it definitely is a great way for you to um separate the two, you know, separate the two entities. Um. Okay. So, can you mention a time when you thought you needed to do something? that could affect your life and others. I mean, you definitely said acting. 
right? Is that? Yes. Okay. Well, is there more to well, that? Well, yes. Like I, you know, you can help people. You help people mm -hmm. in the in the health field, mm -hmm. right? Yes. Um, you know, by literally taking care of them. Mm -hmm. And also, yeah, I want to bring up, we just went through a huge pandemic. Yes. And everyone went to Netflix, like online mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. music and outdoors and the arts can heal. Yeah. When there's a huge thing that has happened um, in our world, Yeah. people throw on music concerts. Right. So people, music and entertainment can also be healing mm -hmm. and empowering. Mm -hmm. So that, like, I wanted to discover that, yeah. you know, and, and, and the choice to do regardless of some people that they, they want to, um, uh, they want to be a nurse. Like that is their dream to mm -hmm. be a doctor, a nurse or something like that. And, you know, or like, you know, living your truth and whatever that may be can right. always heal and change. Right. So yeah. regardless of the arts. Yeah. Well, were you affected, was your production company affected by the pandemic? You know, your, the whole, while you were producing this film? We had to, uh, kickball change a little bit. Like it's a dance term. Um, <sighs> like we, we were supposed to shoot, mm -hmm. uh, last, year oh. february of no february this year jeez february this year <laughs> okay um we uh so we did have a change we had actually an executive producer that was supposed to um help us mm -hmm. um that was that was part of our team for over six months and helping us do this and then uh a week or so close when we were about to film mm -hmm. they pulled out oh wow so we had to oh jeez um, you had to scramble to, <laughs> We, yeah, we took a pause. We took a pause because remember when he said there's a non-negotiable is mental health. Uh -huh. um, like it, you, just because something happened, what does that mean to you? Mm. Like, yeah. is it a good thing, a bad thing? Is it something that was a gift? Mm -hmm. So, you know, it, we considered it as a team as a gift because mm -hmm. the story is back hours um, right. because right. you start to, to give a little bit, give a little bit. But um, the whole just like Hollywood in general, it slowed things down for us mm -hmm. in the sense of we have to have, you know, more protocols and more things. And, mm -hmm. and SAG didn't know what to do. And the industry didn't. California didn't know what to do. Yeah. So it's like yeah. all these rules started to change and influx. So we had to literally take it day by day. Mm -hmm. um, and things are calming down a little bit now. And, and um, you know, we're, we're planning to shoot early next year. Um, but you know, it, it, the, the film industry in general is kind of like a moving thing and, and just in the status of this world it is. Mm -hmm. So, uh, you know, it did, it, it didn't take a blow, but it was like, it, we took that time to mm -hmm. reset. Right. Um, we took that time to still meet with our, uh, heads of departments, mm -hmm. HODs, mm -hmm. cinematographer, you know, our set designer, things like that. Mm -hmm. And to, to, to help make this the most um, amazing film ever that we could. So, mm -hmm. you know, uh, all of it is considered a gift. Um, wow. and he rewrote the script to make it tighter. Oh, wow. Um, so, uh, you know, some characters got cut out and things like that. So everything mm -hmm. was a gift. Yeah. That's great because you really just kind of like, like you said, reset. And you also took the time to say, okay, we actually have the time to see, okay, is this going to work? How is this going to work? Were we making it work? And what can we do to make sure that, you know, we're all on the same page? That's really awesome. Good for you. That's really, that's really yeah. cool. Um, Thank you. Oh, my gosh. Okay, so 
is there someone that or people you would credit for where you are now? Yeah, mm-hmm. um, my family, mm-hmm. uh, especially my mom. Uh, number one, she's the most tough uh, woman I've ever met. Like mm-hmm. it was, you cannot give her a no. Um, <laughs> regardless, that was like a whole the whole follow my TikTok so you'll understand why. Um, <laughs> Uh, the like the comedy side comes out of that for uh, for that, but like you know she's a a, a tough woman, and mm-hmm. you know she was like you know if you're gonna go after your dream, you better go after your dream, mm-hmm. um type of thing. After she you know she realized that I wasn't gonna become a stripper <laughs> and that I was really going to uh, pursue this full time. Yes. Um and you know a woman called Bayork Lee, mm-hmm. uh she was uh, my mentor in. Uh, New York. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's a Tony Award winner. Mm-hmm. Um, she's a what did she say? Four foot ten, mm-hmm. uh, Chinese woman, and uh, she was she is uh, the head of uh, National Asian Artists Project, which is also kind of like a a platform for Asian communities to gather together and create. Mm-hmm. Um, she's an advocate for um, getting Asian stories, uh, Asian mm-hmm. creators, and out there and mm-hmm. opportunities and for gathering them tools. So she, she taught me the industry from mm-hmm. genetics. I didn't, I mean, when I moved to New York, I didn't know nothing. Like, yeah. I didn't know nothing about nothing is what they say. They, I didn't know what a headshot was mm-hmm. and what SAG, uh, uh, you know, uh, actors equity is our union for, for acting. I, I, like I didn't know anything. Mm-hmm. And she, she taught me. So much. And she gave me an opportunity to be behind the casting table while mm-hmm. she was while she was casting for uh, a chorus line. Wow. That's where she was known for huh. uh, for their national tour and just got off Broadway. And um, and she like helped me and wow. till this day still helps me. Um, and, and then my husband, Mm -hmm. my husband is an incredible creator and a wonderful partner and has really under, like gave me the empowerment of, I don't have to consider myself just Asian Mm -hmm. or Filipino. Mm -hmm. It was kind of like, as I used to, when I, Mm -hmm. when we started this, I was like, yeah, I'm the token Asian girl. She's like, why do you say that? (laughs) And my husband Uh is from, is, is, as white as can be. He's from Indiana. (laughs) Okay. He's, you know, uh, you yeah. know, uh, he's, and he was like, why do you say your, why do you say that? And mm-hmm. I was like, I don't know. Cause it's, it, I just kind of, it's, it's funny, like, mm-hmm. but it's not, it's mm-hmm. kind of, it's kind of labeling and, yes. and, and it's, it's constraining. And I just, we didn't know that I'm from North, I was, you know, grew up in North Carolina. It was a funny thing, fun thing to do, mm-hmm. but didn't know that I was limiting myself. Mm-hmm. So like he taught me, so you can make your own website before, before this day and age where you can make everything yourself, mm-hmm. you know, you can do all these things mm-hmm. by yourself. Did you know that? And I was like, <laughs> no, I didn't. Yeah. Yeah. So he like helped me foresee and dream bigger and also mm. be a partner to like help me discover, you know, do hard things. We like mm-hmm. to do hard things together. That's awesome. So, um, like challenging things that people were like, you guys are crazy. Um, <laughs> But I, I think that brings spark into your relationship and growth within a human. So. Yeah, but I think crazy also produces amazing things, you know? Uh, like, I mean, who, who would have thought, like, had you, had you, would you have thought that a year ago you would be, like, you, your, your film would be winning awards and then now it's going to be a feature film? Would you have thought that was possible a year ago? <laughs> mm. No, okay. this is, it's, it's insane because I was like, I, we, like I told you before, you know, yeah. boundaries as a couple, mm-hmm. when he turned around and told me 
that he was going to make a film. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I was like, okay, I will never ever tell him no. Right. In the sense of every, if you want to dream, go. Yeah. And, but I had to, I took time. Mm -hmm. I literally took time and was like, how am I going to help you? And in what capacity? Right. So we respect each other enough to understand that. Like I will always support him, but mm -hmm. how much of support can I give you? Right. Um, and now it's, it's full on helping produce and yeah. do this, but yeah. no, I didn't. Yeah. And it's the most amazing, thrilling, empowering thing you can do mm. because it is like, uh, uh, seriously, yeah. like we have people, we have our cameras donated to us. Oh, wow. Oh that is gosh. like what, close to $30,000. Their camera, a company reach out to Jay uh -huh. And was that like, I want to help you. I will give you camera gear. What? Are you kidding me? Wow. And then another company reached out to us. It's Seeger LA and Quack Productions is the companies. And they said, I want to help you and fully give you catering, hmm. full catering for your entire team, for your entire production. That's crazy. Wow. So that's. That's another oh twenty twenty five thousand dollars. Yes, like nothing, nothing. Just, wow. just I want to help you succeed. We talked to the owner, mm -hmm. and that's what he said. He was like, "We just want to, you know, I believe in my friend who you cast in your film, mm. and I want to see, I want to help this, I want to help this film succeed." That's amazing. What? That's amazing. That's that's insane. Yeah. Yes, I it's got, like I got, it's goose, I got goosebumps when you said that. I'm like, wow. You know, I mean, see, I mean. People who believe that you're doing something that's unique will always like help out. You know, but there'll there'll always be support there. So that's uh, that's really awesome. I love that. And yeah. oh my gosh, that's wild. That's really wild. Oh wow. <laughs> okay. Yeah, so. it's, it's 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 one of those things that you didn't know that uh, our gifts mm -hmm. and. You know, when they're, you, we have $60,000 of, of un, just, mm -hmm. you know, just people giving it to you and then, yeah. you know, more stuff mm -hmm. being given for free. Mm -hmm. And it, it goes back to the humanity. Yeah, definitely. If people see something in you and, and, and themselves and right. wanting to help you, um, we can do it together. Yeah, that's really beautiful. Okay, so going forward, do you have personal goals at the moment? Yeah, to uh, <laughs> get this to get this uh, film up and and into production and wrapped. That is number one goal. Mm -hmm. Also, I want to you know, um, I want to work for Marvel as well. Oh, um, cool. And in in, in that standpoint, uh -huh. and I want to be a, su a superhero, and I want to work for uh, Nickelodeon. Oh, um, cool. That's just like a childhood dreams, but yeah. um, yeah, that's yeah. awesome. Um, do you have any goals for uh, the, you know, your film community that you're involved in? To, to for us to all gather together and change the narrative, mm. not to not to give all the power to large streaming services and um, old ways of Hollywood. Mm -hmm. uh, leave that to your discretion. But like you can now mm -hmm. um, be an independent film and cause a ruckus. Mm. And make awards and, and, and get on and get on um, uh, skip the middleman and yeah. you can win awards for yourself and you know you can produce your film you can 
you can choose the actors and work the way that you want to. You don't have to have these imaginary list of things mm -hmm. just because someone said so. Right. Um, if we keep complaining that the industry is broken or our communities are broken, then you change it. Yeah. You change it starting with yourself. Right. You start with yourself, you start with your household, your community and branch outwards. Mm -hmm. And those yeah, like make a list of non-negotiable things mm -hmm. and always be a, a, a kind human because mm -hmm. you don't know. Yeah. And, um, yeah, so we can do this. Like you can, you you don't have to wait to be chosen. Um, you can gather together your resources. It's not your resources; it's your resourcefulness. Mm -hmm. So um, you know you can do it. Believe in yourself. Go out there and do and create and be uh, the the person that you want to be. Right. Wow. Okay. And so, what does the future look like for Anthea? Ah. Uh. <laughs> um, more, more creating, more, awesome. uh, more, more traveling. I, this is one thing I love to do is I love to do like be on sets, mm -hmm. um, be in creative meetings in the rehearsal studio or around the table talking about characters. Mm -hmm. But I also love to be alone. I mm -hmm. love to be, I love to be in nature. That's a new thing that we've discovered during this pandemic. Uh -huh. My husband and I, we love disconnecting from it all mm -hmm. and learning to, um, be in, you know, hike and mm -hmm. use a compass and like, what is that? Compass, and like, oh my gosh. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I was like, we're, you know, make fire. Like, That's wild. you know, it, it, it's, so I love to be in the media. Uh -huh. uh, I love to be in front of the camera, behind the camera on a podcast with you. But mm -hmm. I also just like to disappear yeah. and like not having a comparison or nothing because nature doesn't judge you. Mm -hmm. Like you don't have to be anything. You could be stinky. Your hair could be all crazy. <laughs> you don't have to have makeup on. Yep. Um, and you can just really be free. Mm. And so um, yeah, to more, more creating with, you know, uh, with the people that I love mm -hmm. and, um, you know, more, uh, more time outside in nature. That yeah. is what you will see more of me. That's awesome. So is yeah. there something you haven't tried yet that you would like to try something you haven't done that you would like to like, you know, maybe something you haven't even thought about? Uh, my husband and I talked about, you know, um, like just hiking on the, the, like a, a trail for like a week. Oh, wow. Um, okay. I know that's scary. <laughs> if it scares me, we'll do it. We've uh -huh. walked on fire. We've dipped in ice. Wow. We've not eaten for seven days. We've uh, flew out of a plane. Wait, uh, we really? jumped out of a plane. Yeah. Uh, oh are, my God. I told you doing all these hard things. We walked on, we walked on, um, uh, fiery coals. Oh, we did okay. ice baths and ice plunges. We did we did a seven day water fast. Wow. We um we did uh you know uh we did skydiving. Mm -hmm. Um so you know we are it was in a couple weeks for our Thanksgiving vacation. We're gonna you know try camping legit wise. Uh -huh. Um <laughs> you know so like all these things like um so That's it would awesome. be probably to uh go explore. Uh, just nature without mm -hmm. like literal no service hmm. go follow a map type of thing so that's wild oh um, my god yeah i know you'll have to yeah. let me know how that went oh my gosh that's awesome okay and so so what is okay where do you see yourself 
in five years? Well, you said doing, creating, more creative stuff. Yeah, right? more creating, doing doing this, and and hopefully like BX and and more creating and BXV will it will expand. We already have several movies that we would like to continue doing. Oh, It'll be a larger cool. budget, but um, so to. You know, this is the first feature film, uh-huh. um, you know, and we've learned so much already. Right. So, you know, to do this on a larger scale yeah. um, and, uh, you know, taking more ex- time to really explore life is too damn short. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And, you know, you can never wait because you're never guaranteed the five years. Yeah, so, that's true. So, you know, um, so, true. so many people that I've learned that I've come across and that was a more life changing thing was my parents kind of wanted to retire. Like mm-hmm. w- they, they did retire. Right. Mm-hmm. And then my mom got sick. Mm-hmm. So, and you know, like my husband's uh, mom, like, you know, was five years away from retiring and they get let go from the company that she's been working with for over 20 years. Wow. So all of these things that we, they say is secure and yeah. you should go this way aren't secure mm-hmm. and you are never granted to retirement. So right. what are you waiting for? Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. Well, so how can anyone support your project? Yeah. So if you can follow us on all social media handles Mm -hmm. um, at at face on movie, we're on Twitter and and, um, Instagram, Facebook, and you will find, you know, there's a link there that you can just follow us and we'll give you updates. Mm -hmm. Um, People have been sending us funds regardless of that even though our our um, our campaign is officially over, wow. um, they people have been sending us through Venmo, really? Zelle, and PayPal. That's yes. awesome! Oh my gosh! They, yes, they're like, I missed it. I would like to still support. Oh my gosh! Okay, this is a thing. Um, <laughs> That's great. Yeah. That's good and for so, you guys. Oh my gosh! Yeah, I'm, it's it's being uh, telling your story and doing something that scares you and telling other people mm-hmm. and asking for help mm-hmm. asking for help yeah that's huge is a powerful thing yes. because um you're like hey i need something mm-hmm. and i'm doing something mm-hmm. and and letting go of attachments and expectations and just putting it out there is yep. a powerful thing yeah wow so so yeah so you would... can follow us on that okay yeah. that's awesome and what would you say to young people who would like to get into the entertainment industry you can do it now. Mm. Just get, uh, you can, you can literally use the power of Google university mm-hmm. and just Google it. Say whatever voiceover actor, actor, producer, filmmaker, do it. Just mm-hmm. do it. Like you can, you have a phone, mm-hmm. you can create, mm-hmm. yeah. you can use TikTok, you can use YouTube, you can use your phone and you can edit all from your mobile device. Yeah. So there is no excuse. You don't have to go to uni to, to do it. Mm-hmm. I didn't. I graduated in the medical field. Yeah. Um, yeah. And so in every aspect, we are doing it. Yeah. Um, you know, you can record voiceover from your phone. Like if you don't have, it's not, it's the resources, it, you know, it's your resourcefulness. So go on YouTube, uh, go on, excuse me, on Google internet and look up what you want to do and then do it. So learn mm-hmm. as you go. Don't wait for it. Just put yourself out there um, and, you know, and, and believe in yourself and go for it. That's awesome. So if you had one thing to change that you wish you had done years ago, what would it be? Do this sooner. Hmm. Not having to um, 
uh, go to a university because um, <laughs> I don't use my medical degree. But it, it, it just, but that was the one thing. If I had to choose, that would be it. Mm-hmm. But I'm also in a belief that I had to go through things to be right. where I am today. Yeah. So if I were, I would just do it sooner. Mm, okay. Comes realization sooner. Yeah, um, and and I think you know everybody has their own path to get through, right? So, mm-hmm. you know, what you had in the medical field, had you not gone through that, it might have, you might have gone to, you might have, you know, um, landed on acting eventually. But, you know, I think this probably gave you some, it, it, it definitely gave you the option of saying, nope, I'm not doing that, right? So. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. I, the power of perspective. Yeah. So one last question is, if you could go back yeah. in time, what would you tell your younger self? Girl, you're going to you're 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 going to be living your dream. Mm. You awesome. you are enough and and you're loved and mm. you're beautiful. Ah, <laughs> I love that. Oh my gosh. Anthea, thank you yes. so much for being on my show, for sparing some time to like speak with me. I love all your stories and, and oh my goodness, <laughs> I love that you've made your dream come true. You know, that's amazing. You and your husband thank are really you. on a wonderful path of creation um, and you. creating for so many people who are probably, hopefully, like, you know, when they listen to this, they're like, huh, okay, so, you know, what can I do now? You know, that would yes. be awesome. So, but congratulations on the film. I can't wait till like, when it gets out and I'm going to Amazon yes. Prime and see the trailer and, and all that. Oh my gosh. Um, my husband is a huge horror film person. I, ah, for, I cool. unfortunately am not. I'm the one who usually has to peek through her fingers. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, it's like, I mean, but I go with him anyway, and then he'll just tell me when it's time to take off my fingers. <laughs> yeah. So I'll be like, okay, I'll be one of those. When your film comes out, I'm like, okay, I'll go. Just let me know when, you know, the slashing is done. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. I so appreciate, like, all all of the stuff that you've said, and, and kudos to you, and, and I wish you so much luck, and, you know, and no, or more projects to come, and oh yeah. my gosh, I can't wait, oh my gosh, please keep me posted, and I Very will well. definitely, like, you know, go on your site and see what else you're up to. Um, yes. But until then, have a great and have a great day and and good luck with the steps going forward yeah thank you so much for having me and i appreciate um your support and um and your kind words thank you for having me okay thank you have a good one you too that's our show for today i've posted more information about anthea neri best on revwoman.com thank you for listening and i hope you'll tune in every thursday for another episode of revolutionary woman You can listen to Revolutionary Woman on Apple, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcast. Just a little note, I've launched a Patreon account to support the show. All proceeds will go to producing and editing the episodes to give my poor husband a break for being my personal IT and production department. He wrote this. The address is patreon.com slash revwoman.com. 